1: Hello and welcome to the Paddock Podcast with Adam McCullough, Stephen Housen, Jay Motti and me, Joe Smith. We are live with the Paddock Podcast every single Monday at 4pm on YouTube. The Paddock Podcast title sponsor is Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming. Enjoy this week's show. Jay here from Stretford Paddock. This
2: is the Paddock Podcast and joining me are two <coughs> of my favourite co-hosts. I've got Joe Smith. Hello. My trusty sidekick. How, How you are you? Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, He's going to be in charge of comments... And right. chats and likes, yeah? yeah? So get involved and give him lots of comments, chats and likes and shares and subscribes. And also the Housewives favourite, Mr Alex Bagley. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. Joining yeah, the good. M. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't want to give away your yeah, exact yeah. location. But he is joining the M30 massive. Yeah. It's going to be him on the e- Eccles tram. It's going to be mint. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about some bloke called Eric Tenaghi. He's mm. come in today, he? Yeah. I mean, nice press conference. You covered it, didn't you, Joe? Yeah. Did a live reaction. What were your first I like it.
1: Yeah, I like how straightforward he is. How sort of like he's not a much of a laugh, is he? <laughs> he's not someone you'd want on a stag do. Oh, can I can I read you
2: can I read you a, a message I got from my brother? Of course. Sorry oh. to interrupt you. You are saying something. about Don't seem it? sorry, but yeah, go it, on. Is rel- <laughs> <He> it is <laughs> oh, relevant. It is relevant. And I'm sure he won't mind me um, putting this in on the live on the channel um, if I can just find it from our family group chat. The ones
1: I've not muted. There you go. Um... <laughs> So, I'm sure he won't mind me saying yes. this. <laughs> she's left me. She's took the lot. He yeah. won't mind me saying that on our channel. Um, so he just said, just seen Eric and the
2: lads, because um, he works. He's a close stooge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh what is it? You can choose your friends, but not your family. Yep. Um, so you met him at the museum, um, and he just said, um, he said, with a big daft grin on my face, said, welcome, Eric. It's great to see you. He said, great to meet you, and gave me a slight death stare. No. I've seen that a lot so, like anyone that's asked for yeah. a
3: picture with him he's not smiled yeah. at all
2: he, he did I see that. a little yeah. bit uh, he said he, he does have a little bit of an attitude but do you know what this is what we need we need this at Old Trafford we need someone who can whip these absolute specimens into shape we've had all the nicey-nices with Ollie and to a lesser degree Ralph Ragnick we need someone who can come in and give him a bit of what for. So I've got no problem with Eric Tanag not being Mr. Nice. Mm. Do you know what I mean? We, we tried the carrot. Now it's time for the stick.
1: I think as we go through the podcast, we should go through the squad and look at, in some actual depth, who's actually going to stay and who's actually going to go. Because we've had this this guy's leaving. Mata looked like he was leaving, but that's not really, but you know, it's kind of confirmed. Matic is confirmed. Pogba still. As far as we know, you know, is leaving, but it's not confirmed. I think we should go through the whole squad and say who we think actually will leave and who we think will stay. Who sh- who we should keep, who we- who we should sell. Because he was talking about Maguire today, basically saying how good he's been for United, and I'll see you next week or see you next month. He, he sounded very complimentary towards Maguire, which isn't did he necessary. say I'll see you next Tuesday? He said, uh, he, was said there a no he said Maguire's a real. So see there. you next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not saying he is. By the way, no. yeah. But I think we should we should have a look through um, and 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 decide who we think Ten Hag will keep and who we think will go, because there's a big clear out to happen here. And I think his first job is, he's talked about how he's going to analyze the squad, analyze the staff, bring all his own people in. He's going to boot some of them in. He? He's going to kick the boot <laughs> into a few of them at least.
3: The Ralph question was weird. Someone said, "Are you happy with like the Ralph staying as a consultant and all that?" He went, "It's the club decision. I'll draw my
2: own line." You're like, "On." Oh, no. That makes me think. Ralph's messages are going to be left on unread. Yeah, me too. Massively, and it's going to be like,
1: well uh, the, the f- I've left you. Did you get my messages? No, um, the phrase I he kept using was, no. "I draw my own line." I like that. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? Talking I, about I, everything. Do you know what? I
2: ain't going to lie to you. I'm really, really struggling not to get carried away.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Right. I, I t- <laughs> we like uh, Ethan before was a Newcastle fan. We were chatting, and he was going, "Oh, he seems a bit. He don't seem very personable. He don't seem like a nice, like he's not a friendly nice man." And me and Alex were like, "Fucking perfect. I That's what it. we want." Hang on a minute. New- I a Newcastle
2: want. fan talking about nice men. What like your owners?
3: That's not we, we. did this in the office for about an hour before, yeah. and it was. Hard I, I love work. how
1: we said as well. They're talking about Ronaldo, and he obviously said, "What does he bring to the team? Goals." Which is such <laughs> a stupid <laughs> question. Like, that, like I said it before, that's like saying, "What does the best goal scorer of all time bring to a football team?" Um, it's pretty obvious. But I like how we said, "I'll talk with Ronaldo first, then I'll talk with you." Like, I'm not giving you information about what Ronaldo's role is next season before what, I've even fucking spoken what, to him. What
2: did you make of the, the questions? Was he some good questions?
1: The, they were all right. They were what you'd expect. Yeah. It was, what about the rebuild project? What's Regnick said about how bad everyone is? Do you like Ronaldo? How's Maguire fit into your team? What's your system? And he said, there's a huge plan. Um, and you'll see that plan. I'll speak, I'll speak with my coaches. I'll speak to the board. I'll speak to the team. And then you'll start to see my plan once they know it. But I'll, it was very much a... I haven't even, you know, I barely set foot through the door. I'm not laying out everything I've got planned for the next three years to you before my own players know it. That's, you know, disrespectful to them and not the role of the media. He seemed very, I wouldn't say short. He answered all the questions. He came in. He shook everyone's hand. He was very personable. But he's not someone who's there to try to suck up to the media, by you know, in any way. There was no. He seemed quite stern and straightforward. Yeah, there was no fluff
3: with the answers. Like no. the, the questions. There was a lot of questions, and they're always about United's you know, history and what he knows about that. And he was like, I. It's Man United, of course I know, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But it wasn't a deep dive into everything that's gone on and all that. It's like, yeah, they were very good. But I'm looking at forwards. That's all it's all I can yeah. do. And he was he was short, but I think like I said, we needed that and we mm. need that. And he he sounds very confident as well. Mm. He's he's sure, but the question about Klopp and um Guardiola and whether you can win a title was like, Yeah, of course you can. Because yeah. then the era's come to an end and yeah, of course you can.
2: Don't forget, you know, there was how many managers won a title, Premier League title, and Fergie was still manager at United. Yeah. You still have the likes of, you know, Blackburn, Chelsea, City, and Arsenal winning titles. I know Fergie was a dominant force, but mm-hmm. it was possible. So yeah. you can do it against Alex, you can do it against Klopp and Guardiola, of course you can.
1: Well, and also, you know, let's be honest, I know he's only only one but Klopp has beat Guardiola, and Guardiola's beat Klopp f- four of the last five years. Yeah. Each of them are beatable, mm. so it's not you know. And we've seen Chelsea. I know it's only a one-off game, but we've seen Chelsea beat those teams as well. We saw uh, Chelsea win in the final of the Champions League against City. Like these, pl- these managers are beatable in big games. Yeah. So it's not unthinkable. And again, give us two or three years before we you know start calling for anyone's head when it doesn't happen. But I don't think it's impossible for you know, reign to end or falter whilst they're still there. Like you said, Fergie, it happened under Fergie. He was the dominant manager, but yeah. four five know, managers yeah. won the league we see, you know, that weren't him. Bring up,
2: all you know, bad memories, but we've seen Fergie throw away leads against the Arsenal and the City. Yeah. It happens, and he's still the GOAT. Yeah. Yeah. It, he, my point is, if he can do it or if that can happen to him, it can happen to these. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So whilst we've got to be patient, I think you made a good point the other day, Joe, about there is a level of patience and I'll give an Agba, but there's not a level of it's going to take 10 years before we challenge
1: yeah. again. Let's not be silly about it. Because we know that it doesn't take that long. We've no. seen from Liverpool, from Chelsea down the years, even from City when they got all that money. Mm. It only took, what was it, four years before they started winning titles? Yeah. They went from, was it... 2008, think, el- el- they were 11th over. or whatever and, I think,
2: and losing 8 once yeah. to Middlesbrough. And then four to, years later, they were the champions. champions. Yeah. And that's
1: like, yes, they had loads of money, but they didn't spend vastly more than we will spend in the next four mm. years. They just got the purchases... More right than wrong. They've got decent managers in and they stuck to their plan and they won the league. And, you know, four good years, any team with money can win the league in four good years. You just have to get those years right and, you know, hopefully we're doing that. You
3: mentioned about the this team was second 12 months ago as well. He kept he kept he brought up in his, I think it was his interview this morning
2: yeah. with, That's with good, United. That's good. Because sometimes our managers are guilty of dismissing any positives from the past yeah, because was. they don't want to sort of make, give themselves a bit of a rod for their own back by going, oh, actually, we weren't that bad. Not that long mm. ago, do you know what I mean? They were yeah. say, oh, we're awful," for eight, you know, for for like the last ten years, or whatever. But so that's he a good said. Point.
3: That he said, "There's potential in this squad." They were, you know, second twelve months ago, and if things go right, you know, they're not that far away. I think that, you know, this season has been shocking, absolutely woeful. But there are still good players in there, and they've and they have shown it. People, you know, being so dismissive over a lot of players at United, saying, "Oh, they were never good," but they were. You know, Harry Maguire, very good player. Mm-hmm. Lindelof had a you know, got a better season, you know, kind of showed how good he can be at times mm. as well. Mm. You did sign Rafael Varane. It's just a case of, you know, adding in Luke Shaw. Can he do it? Who else comes in? The the youth players, players like Donny van der Beek, can they come back in and, and do a job? Bruno, was like, so many people dismissing Bruno. He was, he was really bad yesterday. But you can't have someone that, that scores that, that, that many goals. That
2: goal, I yeah. couldn't believe it. No. I didn't even see it at the time. We was doing the watch along, but we got a lot going on. And I watched it later, and I was like, "What was you he doing? doing? What are you actually doing?"
1: Um, Laurie Whitwell wrote a, a brilliant article yesterday, which he must have been compiling and curating over the last six He's months. He's such a <laughs> good, good, good journalist, So isn't many it? words, he is, isn't it? It? He's brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Um, basically, talking through the entirety of, of Rangnick's stay, all of those rumours about discontent, about arguments, about you know him struggling to to cope with the pressure of being United manager, of not wanting to drop Ronaldo, not being able to change formation, Cavani basically phoning it in. All of these things that you think, well, some of those might be true. They might not. It seems like all of them are true. Yeah. Because I trust Laurie's sources. He's, he's proven himself to be reliable down the years. He's obviously, you know, someone we've had on this channel many times. And he's, he's proven himself to be a, a reliable journalist. Some of the, the things that have been going on in the last six months, how he didn't feel like he could play f- five. He wanted to play five at the back the whole time or three at the back the whole time but couldn't because uh, Varane was just injured consistently. He he wanted to play two up front, or Ronaldo wanted to play two up front to help support him, but we couldn't do that because we didn't have enough strikers. He didn't want to lose Marshall in the end because of obviously what happened with Greenwood meant that we had one striker left at the club, but by the time um, he went to the board, that it was too late. He didn't know what Fletcher was doing he you know he had to tell Fletcher basically get off the touchline line when we're, when we're playing games I don't know what you're shouting to those players sit back down like he's been hamstrung from the start. Was this, was he, this, he, this he, the thing about the abilities. meeting as
2: well having a meeting where Ronaldo raised the issue of having a, s- a second striker. Well, I'll, I'll read. You to and this and now. Maguire wasn't present there, so Ragnick cut this meeting short. So here's the quote from that. Sorry, go
1: on. no, perfect. He said, There was also a meeting led by Ronaldo about United playing two up top, but Ragnick was uncomfortable that Captain Harry Maguire wasn't included and ended discussions relatively early. Maguire's confidence as leader has appeared shaken this season, and reports questioned whether he should wear the armband permeated uh, through the dressing room. So I think going back to what Ten Hag said about you know, boosting Maguire, giving confidence to this, this team about saying, you finished second last year. I think that's so important mm. because I think as much as, yes, there is technical deficiencies. Yes, there are players that wouldn't get in other top four teams in our team. We're still better than Palace, who beat us. We're still better than Norwich. I know we did beat them, but they scored two goals against us. They could have scored four. We're still better than all the teams we've lost to this season. Brighton couple. battered us.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah how many in Brighton's team? Genuinely. Yeah. Let's not be silly about it, other than Danny Welbeck gets in our 11. <laughs> I genuinely
1: think one or not. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. Lampte. Yeah. But r- realistically, very, very few. Maybe the left-back
2: had a good season. Yeah. Is <laughs> Very, very few.
1: Yeah. But this team is lacking more than anything is mm. confidence. Yep. No one in this team has confidence. And I think he realizes that in his own way, he's not going to be a, you know, we're all mates, aren't we, time mm. manager. But he has to get confidence back in this team above all else. Because if, if they're not confident, they're not going to follow his instructions. They're not going to believe in each other. They're not going to have that sort of unshakable mentality when things are difficult. They're going to crumble at the first, first sign of problems. And they're never going to be a team. And he has to get that confidence back more than anything. I
3: think we mentioned. I think Ragnett mentioned this in his last press conference about that after the West Ham game. All those sequence of events that happened. You had Cavani phoned it in from then. You lost Mason. You lost Martial, and that just was that international break broke us because mm. we came back. You then lose. You drop. I think we dropped points to. Was it Burnley? Or we something had Burnley, like that? Southampton, Burn, Southampton. There was Southampton a few games with so Villa, maybe. Cause it's one of them, if you keep them players on mm. and then you kick on from that one in the West Ham, we're, we're
2: doing all right that that, that goal as well, Marcus's goal, everything about that was perfect from an yeah. attacking point of view, because you had all the attackers involved in it. Yeah, yeah. Marcus getting a goal who needed one. Like Marshall he looked, he looked like he's, he was almost done. He was involved. You but know, He played did you, well. Did did it the, like, the, everything ugh. you think, yeah, this and we were there weren't we? It's yeah, like, yeah. last minute, I think I nearly broke your nose squeezing you because mm. I was going berserk. And then, like you say, you think, this is it. And then, no, that was
1: li- almost the high point.
3: There that is was, something about that. goal. Yeah, on, I'll, I'll read that up cause This cause is weird. Talking this.
1: about that game. Yeah. Um. Apparently, um, the data, which... Is, so, so here's the situation. We had basically a bloke in Russia. Yeah, this is the watching guy. Manchester, Manchester, I, think I think games. his name is, yeah. whatever his name is. Uh, watching Manchester United games. Uh, and do you know everyone had the earpiece in? You know, it was no. it was McKenna first, and then it was... Uh, Armas had the earpiece. He was being spoken to by a real-time analyst in Russia who is still working for Lokomotiv Moscow, giving those details about the game that they are sat watching. He's watching on a telly, like us, giving instructions to the coaches who are sat watching it in real life. And he said that the data was showing that Ronaldo was tiring after 80 minutes and that they were going to bring Jesse Lingard on for Ronaldo because Ronaldo was tiring. And then Mike Phelan, who up until this point apparently was a bit of a maligned side figure, said that he thinks... Um, that um, Martial would have been better because David Moyes put Fredericks on um, in that full, in the fullback position, and he knew that he liked to get forward, and that Martial could expose the space behind Fredericks. Um, so I, f- I think Fletcher then told Rangnick that Phelan thought this. Rangnick listened, went with what Phelan said, uh, gave the pep talk to Martial, It says here, and then the goal. Um, it was it was Cavani to Mar- yeah, so was, Martial. Yes, it was Cavani to Ronaldo to Ronaldo to, yes. to, Ronaldo, yeah. Uh, to Rashford. Yeah. Um, and, and we, we won the game with all, of the th- with all of the subs that Phelan suggested playing a part in this goal. Um, and again, that was one of the first times apparently that Renly could really listen to Phelan, who was kind of this almost side figure up until then. And it had been so sort of data-driven with this guy 4,000 miles away in Russia, giving la- real-time or slightly less than real-time feedback I mean, uh, to, to, to someone you, through an earpiece. Have you
2: ever heard anything... As ridiculous as Manchester United having someone who's on a work experience placement based in Russia giving he was, instructions. Un- he was unpaid. That's what by I mean. It's work hey, placement. Paid by That's what team. I mean. It's yeah. a work placement, right? From this kid in Russia who I've literally never heard of until this morning when I did the news. Telling the manager who to take off and who to bring on. Telling the manager to bring off the greatest goalscorer in the history of association football. Oh, we need literally. Right, you're going to do that because this man has told you. Until Mike Phelan, who, like you say, you know, has been maligned by a lot of fans as well recently, mm-hmm. says, "Hang on a minute, look at who we're up against. Look at what could work." Uses actually his eyes and his knowledge rather yeah. than listening to someone who's probably never even heard of West Ham United at all. Two days ago, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. I think a lot
3: of this comes back to you know the talk about McKenna and Carrick leaving and all this kind of chain of events that happened around the sack in a and bringing Ragnik in when it did the timing of it had to be rushed because we waited, again, we waited till after the international break to sack Solskjaer when, if you'd have done it at the start of the international break, which, to be honest, should have happened after the Liverpool game, even if you'd have brought Ragnik in, he'd have had two weeks to find coaches that weren't Chris Armas and a lad sat in Russia. Well, let's and would that. have been all right, you know, would have been an okay decision. Because mm-hmm. look, everyone talked about Conte, I still think long-term, this probably is the better decision. And, and I think that's you it.
2: Would you <clears> swap <throat> top four now?
0: Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
1: Absolutely not. I just, for for me... I, I wouldn't.
3: For me, Conte has done amazing
1: jobs where he's gone, but every time he's left, it's been like... I've left you this shit. And again, chill. let's Cheers, be guys. honest, he's done amazing jobs at Chelsea, did an amazing job at Inter Milan. He hasn't done an amazing job at, at, at Tottenham. He, also cheated had, he hasn't done as well as Eddie Howe's done at Newcastle at Tottenham. Like, he's done a bit better than a falter in Arsenal and a, and a fully dysfunctional Man United. Yeah. He's not done an amazing job. No, no, he's I done a good job. He, I think he job. does get
2: a lot of credit. I mean, he does deserve credit, because ultimately... He does elect, deserve credit. He, you know, his remit was, get us in the Champions League. Yeah, he's he done that. that. But... I think they lost to Brighton. They've had a couple of other results. They've lost
1: four out of five games yeah. at one point. It was yeah. like six out of eight yeah. games. Like
2: He's and, been and, good. And, you know, with Harry Kane and Son, he's got two of the best strikers in the world. Yeah. Whereas, you know, had he come to United, he's got one in Ronaldo.
1: Yeah. And we know the issues around that. And he got Son as been, well. Yeah,
2: it would have been difficult. Can we just
1: talk a little bit about you? What You, t- you mentioned there about the coaches brought in, yeah, a, yeah. in, about Armas, and I think there's another guy that we brought in as well, uh, Sharp and, and Lens as well. Um, This is, again, from the same article, which is, like I said, just details basically the entire Rangnick administration start to finish, everything that you think happened uh, and didn't didn't happen. He said he was thwarted in his efforts, this is Athletic and, and Laurie Will. thwarted in his efforts to appoint certain staff, which didn't help. He originally asked to bring in six staff and he got three. Not only was he new to the Premier League, remarking early on how teams at the bottom were even so hard to beat, but so too were Armour Sharp and Lenza at, Lenz, at, at the 1-0 win at Carrow Road, armas expressed the surprise at the speed of the contest. Rangnick had in mind a former player with proven Premier League experience who could relate to the younger generation and join him as an assistant, but Brexit reg- uh, regulations meant a work permit was impossible. Next Rangnick targeted a European coach tipped for great things, but immigration rules again blocked the approach. United tried to convince the authorities of his credentials, compiling a 35 page dossier for the FA, but uh, there was no success. So in the end Rangnick ultimately looked to his Red Bull connections for Armas and Sharp. So. He got subpar coaches. United couldn't get it over the line to get the people he wanted. Didn't listen to him enough to get all the people he wanted in the first place. And so much of this article and so much of the last six months is defined by United's business and uh, sort of, uh, you know, non-footballing, Ideas trumping the football side of the of the of the, thi- of, the of the club. It's well, we don't want to do that because that hurts money medium to long term. Yeah. Rather than what will actually be successful short term, which will then extend to medium and long term. It's does that help the money side of things? Not really. Okay, we're not doing it then. No, I agree. Over and over again, that is the theme with this. Yeah. And it doesn't make it look good. It doesn't make any of them look good. But it makes the club like look like scared, timid. Just money obsessed the, shitters. The only thing to pick up on this is
3: this was all done under the the Woodward era, and I, I do think that the, from everything that's happened since, since January, things have looked a lot better. You've seen the decisions that got made. The Ten Hag one happened quick, getting him in the door and done. It looks like signing the right people, already giving him the two coaching staff that he wants. It seems like that change has happened, and, and all the reports we're getting is that. Richard Arndt's coming, in and I don't think he's better than Woodward in any way in shape or form in terms of that but I do think he is. I don't know this. I'm good at what I'm good at. I'm going to get these people in to help me well, around Well, that's that, what Woodward is, didn't do. He didn't he do didn't enough do of, that. No, he didn't do that. You know know what what I
2: mean? he, got, he thought he was a manager. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Messaging players and turning up in the dressing room and, you know, sanctioning transfers and not sanctioning others. Yeah. When... You know, as a manager you're hamstrung and there was yeah. a, a lot of what Jose said is nonsense but I do think there was some weight when he said it was one of the most difficult jobs he's ever mm-hmm. had and that's why he said finishing second was one of the best achievements yep. because if you knew what was going on behind the scenes you'd have seen that and I think what he's talking about there was what was interference
1: yeah definitely Um in just a second we should go like we said we'll go through yeah, the yeah, squad sorry. And, yeah. and pick uh, whether we should keep or sell um, each player basically or whether we think Ten will, because obviously there's going to be a huge turnover in players George. today. Uh, but before that, Do you know what, let's Joe? have a word from today's sponsor. Sweaty Sack Summer, yes. is, which is my favourite summer, yeah. is
2: approaching and it's time for you to prioritise the comfort of your crotch. Mm. That's why the kings of cr- cr- crotch comfort, mm-hmm. which isn't a tongue twister, Manscapes have spent two years, so they've literally spent longer than Manchester United have spent looking for better players. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. I've had the honour of testing these oh out. Yeah. I these saw you boxing that through there before, lunges and, I, and cartwheels. and Exactly, that. and I can say it's the softest fabric of any underwear. So breathable that it's like gills for your groin. Oh, yeah? yeah, which is what you want in it.
1: Oh yeah, it's like a yeah. panting athlete down there. The isn't only it? time I've had gills in my freezing. groin is when I
2: stuffed a haddock down my trousers. Um, Why did you do
1: that again? For laughing at. It? <laughs> yeah, it is funny. Was it battered? <laughs> Was, right, it was by the time you finished with it. And um, I think it's time to invest in your family jewels. So let your bulge breathe, one of the worst things I've ever said, and get twenty percent off with free and free shipping with the code devils20 at manscaped.com. Go to manscaped.com, use code devils20. And now manscaped, we all know they're there for baltrimin. Yeah. We all know how good they are at that. Yeah. If you've got the lawnmower 4.0, you've got the perfect package, which will sort out yeah. your hair reduction needs, right? Yeah. But what people don't always know is it's not just baltramin. They're yeah. putting their effort into helping your thigh slappers in other ways with these game-changing boxes. They've got the Jewel Pouch, yeah, <laughs> which is a pouch designed <laughs> to cradle your boys in their own special space, lined with a perforated performance fabric to keep them well-ventilated. Basically, right, here's what it is. Imagine you're sat on a beach, sipping pina coladas. You've got a little one of those little, dook, little <laughs> umbrella dook, in your drink. That's what your balls feel like in these boxes. I didn't know if I slept in <laughs> They're <man>. on <wrong laughs> Barbados. I thought you made like, that up.
2: There's, there's this line right that's absolutely killing me. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff Go on. going on, but the bit the best bit here. This is a real selling point for me, genuinely.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: The front fly opening gives easy access and makes bathroom breaks. Quick and efficient. Yeah. And at your age, Jay, yeah. they need to so be. it need to be oh. quick and you're, efficient.
1: Because you, you've only got about four or five seconds of holding That's it, it before yeah. it just leaks. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? That is
2: literally it. Also, what I love as well, you've got the micromodal fabric, mm-hmm. um, which is buttery soft and breathable. Oh, butt. it's so buttery soft. And keeping your... This is filth, This, by the way. This is pure filth for a family show. Keeping your cucumber cool. Yeah. walk, run, strut. These moisture-wicking
1: boxers mm-hmm. breathe without breaking a sweat. Absolutely brilliant. And they go from everywhere from small to extra large, so everyone gets covered, from Alex all the way up to Steve. Right, thank you very much to Manscaped. Use the code DEVILS20 at checkout for 20% off and free shipping, and once the boxers 2.0 touch your sack, there's no going back. <laughs> Simple as that. Right, you bring thank, it thank you very much to Manscaped for sponsoring the podcast. Let's get into this keep or sell. We've had people here long enough let's on. go through this squad let us know at home as well whether Ten Hag's system we know yeah. what he wants to play he, he talked about it, he talks about attacking football he said the players dictate the system so I suppose to a certain extent he, he's mouldable but he talked about attacking football high pressure football can these players fit that system David De Gea no no <laughs> 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 on,
2: I think he, st- I think um, he stays um, I think he stays I think he stays I'll be honest with you I'm not quite there with the David De Gea has been amazing this season no. uh, That some fans are saying I think he's been okay I think he's made some good saves I think distribution and command of his area has been an issue again and I also think there's been some performances that haven't been great that have been sort of ignored and there's this narrative now that he's been amazing throughout the season he hasn't I think he's had an okay season yeah. I certainly don't agree with the idea that it's one of his best ones. I don't think it's a patch on the David De Gea we had 2017 to 2019, I think no. it was. Or 2015 to 2015, sorry, to 2018, you're yeah. right. Um, but with everything that's going on, I, I think he probably stays. Yeah,
3: I, I agree. Think, I think he stays, unless there was an obvious choice to go in and go, right, that's, that's our new first choice keeper. Mm-hmm. If, if we decided that, it's so better with his feet But I just don't think there is, and I don't think Dean Henderson's going to stay around. I think he's going to go, and I think he's one of our, I think, a sellable asset, I think, in terms of, you know, we need to get some money in, because I don't think they're going to spend more than, you know, they've got probably 100 100 million, we're not going to spend more than that unless we sell. I think there's been reports of like 40 million from Newcastle for Dean Henderson, I don't think he's going to go there, but, you know, there's, there's some money with that. You could get... If you get $30 million for Dean Henderson and that goes into your right back straight away, you're like, that's a yeah. better decision. So I think De Gea stays
1: and then we'll figure it out in a year's time. The Just tru- that silly contract he's on, don't help as yeah. well, even the if you wanted to sell him, he's only exactly. like 400 a week, in it. Yeah. 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 The trouble with De Gea is, the best argument to keep him is, well, Dean Henderson's never shown he's any better. Like, compared David De Gea to the teams we're trying to beat, he's... I think he's a better goalkeeper than Ramsdale. I'm going to stick by that no matter what anyone I says. I agree with that one. But he's not as good as Edison or Allison in, the, in no. terms of what a modern goalkeeper is. He's just not. So if we want to compete with City and Liverpool, we need, goal, we need players in most positions that are as good as or better than they have, that are better As good as or better than they have. And I just don't think De Gea is that. But I think he'll stay. I'll leave Lee Grant and Tom here because they're almost side to the, can, to the squad.
2: Yeah, Carl Anker sat in that chair a few months ago where you are. Joe, and he made the really good point that if you look at the span of the team, you've got like the one player behind each player you don't want yeah. for that system. So you don't want David De Gea behind Harry Maguire. No. You don't want Harry Maguire behind Fred. You don't want, if you're going to try and press Fred behind or Bruno behind Ronaldo. Yeah. It's like it doesn't make sense for the system no. you're trying to play under Ragnarok. If you got yeah, a, a,
1: a player of yeah. Harry Maguire's um, sort of style and characteristics, what you need behind him is an incredibly front foot, attacking goalkeeper that sweeps up up to about 35 That's yards.
2: why Henderson looked better up yeah. with Maguire. I think there's, argu- there's a good argument or a decent debate. Well, let's move out. on to Dean Sorry, sorry so yeah, go on. I just wanted to say that there's an argument about, you know, is De Gea a better keeper? My argument with Henderson and De Gea is, Henderson believes he's a better keeper. Yeah, And that sometimes is what you need from a United goalkeeper is somewhat a bit of confidence where De Gea, I think, doesn't rate himself as much as he should. In certain, He seems to be speaking a bit more sort of like, showing a bit more sort of confidence this season and certainly in terms of his interviews but when you had Henderson you had him coming out of his area coming in like clearing his six yard box yep. do you know what I mean? getting attacks going and Maguire seemed a lot better with Henderson behind him than he yeah. did with De Gea and that's not necessarily De Gea's a better keeper just a different style of keeper that suited Henderson sorry is a, better, a different style of keeper that suited Harry Maguire do you think we should keep Henderson? I you think he'll stay? I, me personally I'd load him again yeah. I just think he's 25, he's, he's he's an infant in goalkeeping terms. If he went to Newcastle for 30 million quid, I get your point yeah, like yeah. It's about buying players, but if he went to Newcastle or wherever, smashed it, and they had a wobbly season, you'd be going, we need to buy a keeper, someone like Ian Henderson, do you know what I mean? And I just feel like, give him one more loan, I don't know if he'll take it, because I think he's a bit fed up of the fact he's had a loan yeah. at Sheffield United, smashed it, and then he's
1: back to square one what do you think Henderson
3: stay I over. don't know I think it depends on who offers what if someone comes in and says if we can't get a lot of money for him you can shift him up." we can't do what he did this year this year was
1: just pointless if there's no point else, him play on the play him bench. Him in every Europa League game mm. you've got do to at has, least do that maybe, could sell him.
2: maybe you could sell Maybe that could sell I him. just think you could sell you know as a manager mm. you go listen there's a lot of football this year you know potentially 60 games
1: if you go the Europa and the, mm. the League Cup and the FA Cup um, I think I think Dean yeah. Henderson for me personally I think he's worth a go as number 1. So you dropped David De Gea, De Gea. Yeah, I don't think I think David Hey's been great. I don't I feel like you almost have to cover your back when you're talking about De because there's some people that are still so attached to the the player he has been through this difficult time. But in terms of a shot stopper over the last 3 seasons he's been average or below over you know cumulatively. In terms of winning the ball um from corners and set pieces, we all know watching him, he's not particularly good at that. In terms of his distribution and on the ball, it, it's not up to the, the, the highest standards. I don't know if Dean Henderson is good enough, but that's the thing. I'd like to know. Okay. Let me find out whether Dean yeah. Henderson is good enough. Like, I don't, he might not be. He, he made mistakes when he came in for those three months. He wasn't great, but I think he has a lot of the characteristics De Gea doesn't, and I want to see for myself. Whether he's good enough to take over as number one for Manchester United. Give him a go. I agree, but you can't
3: spend you can't be spending six hundred grand
1: a week on goalkeepers. No, that's, you have that's to true. you have
3: to one of them has to go and you're not gonna sell David That's no. that that's the issue we're in, is you're not gonna sell him because no one's gonna match his wages. You have to get rid of one of them. Even alone, you have to pay half of Dean Henderson's wages wherever he goes. Yeah. So I think you have to cut costs, cut with someone. And I know you what you're saying about Dean Henderson, but if we get 30 million for him, we can mm-hmm. spend 15, 12 months' time and get a decent goalkeeper. Just just bite the bullet and do it, and just think that you may have to spend the summer after.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's lower down on the list of of priorities to change it. Yeah. So so we're saying keep them both? Ideally, but I don't yeah. think we can. Okay, okay. so yeah. let's, let's move yeah. to defence, because again, Lee Grant and Tom Heaton, I think they <coughs> either of them could come or go, but they're going to be replaced by players of a similar age, of a similar experience. I think we're going to have four goalies, no yeah. matter what, that they're not really a priority. Victor Lindelof, I think... Key, Key Key, Key, I think
2: not even remotely um, a, a debate for me.
1: He stays fit more than Varane,
3: and he, he's been better than Harry Maguire this season. I think he's a good centre half. I think it's a, it's a case of getting the right players around him, playing the right system. I think that if he was in, if he was in City's team, I think he'd look a lot better than uh, than he does in United's team. I think a lot of players would. But I do think he's a he's a good footballer that can play. I just think that there's. He's one of them that, again, I think same with a lot of our players. We kind of isolate them. I think mm. the same with Harry Maguire. I think Lindelof at the right with the right system and, you know, keeping the ball. I do think Lindelof will be a good player for United especially next season.
1: Me too. I think he's got to stay. He, he's not desperate to be a first-team player. He's not someone that, you know, kicks up uh, kicks up a fuss if he only plays 25 games a season. I think he's, he's a good player. Eric Bailly, for me, he's got to go. He's just not. He just doesn't play. He's Me not a and you United did player. a thing,
2: didn't we, last season? I think it was where Harry Maguire reached. I think he reached 100 games at United, and he got there about the same time as Eric Bairy, and Eric Bary been being two seasons
3: longer. The the worrying stuff is again. We're going back to this Lorient article. The things that have kind of come out of um, from Eric Baye saying that he went on this Afcon trip, didn't go to the agreed upon location, so United then recalled him, and then he returned late and was injured, and you just kind of go. <laughs> You can't be having that. Whether you're, there's the stuff about him questioning Harry Maguire this season. I think that the way he played, you had to, but you shouldn't not be a professional and do it. And there's a reason why Phil Jones played. By the looks of it, that's yeah. that's the reason. It seems and as though there
1: was a big bust up between Ragnick and Baye, and and Ragnick basically went, All right, you're not playing again then. And then which I, which I like, pregnant for. You've yeah. got
3: you, you. We can't be doing that. You, you know, Eric Baye wasn't going to change our season. No, um, coming in and out of it. And I think that you have to be better than that as professionals and I think that's what United need and you can't be having these kind of things going on at the football club and I think there's a lot of people when they, they scream and shout about players come in they've got to do this
1: yeah don't look at the fact that there could be something like this going on yeah And I think there's always so many things going on and again Eric Baier is almost someone that would go under the radar in terms of being maybe <clears> a bit difficult because you think of him as a peripheral part of the playing team and therefore like he's a peripheral part of the squad but when they're training, which is most of the time they're together, isn't on, the ma- on a match day. Nope. Most of the time these people are together is in the training ground. He's there as much as anyone. And, you know, it's almost... And I'm not, again, I'm not blaming all the problems on him at all. There's, it seems as though there's 10, 12, you know, problems going on. But, like, it's almost like he's out of sight, out of mind. But if he's fallen out with the manager, it doesn't matter whether he's playing every week. It doesn't help the team harmony, it does it, when you've got players in there who clearly the, the, aren't the, getting on with the people. The fact
2: you can't have... You can get away with it with certain mm-hmm. positions players, maybe attacking-wise, players that miss quite a few games If when they come in, they do stuff. You can't have it with a centre-back. No. You can't have a centre-back who misses half the games. No. It just, and you know that is a worry for me with Varane. I love Varane. I think he's a very good player, but it worries me the fact that he misses so many games. I'm hoping that we can manage his injuries better and get more out of him next season because you need a sort of settled centre-back pairing. I know people might look at City and go, okay, they rotate, they have Laporte, they have Diaz, they have Stones, but they still have three at least... Very, very good centre backs available yeah. all the time. Where well, we have no disrespect, but let's face facts Phil Jones ain't the levels we need. No, do you know what I mean? And there's been question marks, you know, when, when Maguire or Lidlow's form has tailed off that we just we have got to play him anyway.
1: Nathan Ake probably would have played 30 games for us this season, easily. Let's be honest. Um, right, let's move on. Phil Jones again, he's rejuvenated his reputation a little bit, but it, it's time, for but him it's to with, leave, with 90 minutes of football
2: on. or whatever it, mean, mean, it was, or one an, we hour, an hour and a half. Uh, yeah. An hour and a half, is 90 minutes. Uh, two yeah. hours, sorry. He played half at Anfield as well today. Yeah. yeah. Which didn't really do him any favours, to be honest with you. So you know, listen, you can sympathize with Phil Jones. I like the kid. I think, you know, he spoke up, he's had some issues around mental health. And I've I know we all have for a long time on this channel saying you're gonna stop this the Phil Jones slander. The guy's won as many Premier Leagues as Liverpool Football Club and mm-hmm. as many European trophies as Manchester City. But he's not good enough.
1: No, he's not good enough. Um so let's you know, so let's say he's going. Harry Maguire. I think, I just think, sorry to just go first. No, go on. I just think regardless of what we say, he will stay. Yeah. I don't think there's any way he leaves no. this summer. Do you?
2: No. No chance. And this this whole, and you know, I can be guilty of it in the heat of the moment, go get rid of them all, just sell them all, they're all rubbish. There's certain players you can't and won't sell, and he's one of them. Mm. You ain't selling a player you bought two years ago for 80 million quid. You're just not.
3: And he's had a bad season, but up until this season, he's had a lot of good games for United. Three seasons ago, three sorry. seasons. I think, that, look, he's My been. Fault. I think he's been pretty good over as a whole. I think that one last season was you very know, poor. I think.
2: I think me and you were talking about it last night. I think oh, I can't remember who it was. but it might have been you, when Steve was there about ceilings. Mm. Yeah. Certain players you think have got a high ceiling. Yeah. And I think Maguire has. Yeah. I, I just think he's he's low level. He's poor, and he dips down to it. But in terms of can he be good enough? Yeah. Yes, he can.
1: He's got an incredibly wide operating yeah. level. I don't
2: think he's... Like with yeah. Jones, I think his ceiling isn't high enough. Yeah, With we've, we've, Bayes' ceiling probably is, but he's you know he's too erratic and injury prone. Varane's ceiling is very, very high. But I think Maguire's is high and I think we saw it for Leicester. Forget mm-hmm. the England. You know, I mean, games against Panama and Tunisia and all that nonsense. But for Leicester, we saw it. And we, we saw, it saw it for United. United. We did, yeah. you're right. We saw it for United. Those first 18 months, other than that little spell after Mikinos, until he got injured, very, very good. Very good indeed. So I do think he's got a chance, and I think Eric said, "Okay, this might be more hope than expectation." Can get a tune out of it.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles; we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.
1: Yeah, I do as well. Yeah, right. Um, so we, we think he's staying, even if we, you know, not everyone's happy with his performance of the season. Yeah. We think he, he will and he should stay. Varane? Yeah, he's staying. He's he's stay. Not going no, anywhere. I don't think they need a conversation no. there. Do he's, he?
2: he's one of the few you can sort of go, if he's fit, he gets into some of the other teams in the top, top end of the table. Yeah, yeah I
1: agree. Uh, Diogo Dello
2: Going, I think
3: think he'll go i think he stays but i do think he'll be periphery i think we get i think we get a right back i, we, I, th- I, I said on in the instagram live before i think the timber things just make sense you know mm. we've talked about center halves leaving i don't think we sign another center half you sign timber can fill in center half can fill in at right back i think you get him at right back and go right well the lone laird come in and go right those two compete for the spot you know if if you guys can do it if not i've got this lad he can play centre half here or in midfield
2: raw right i just feel I with deloi i feel with deloi he would work if you had a back three perhaps a little bit better if you had someone behind him who can cover for him a little bit i just don't think as a as a right back and i like the kid you know again i think he's 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 not for want of trying i think he puts a shift in i just think his ceilings too low you want to go back to the ceilings. i think his is too low for Me manchester too. united
1: and i worry that like and again, and I, I, I don't like sitting here and criticising United players, especially ones like Delo, who, from what I've seen, has never given anything other than 100%. Yeah, of course. He's not someone that's taken no. the piss at any stage. No. I just worry that even his better attributes, which is his attacking attributes, still aren't good enough to be a top attacking right back. And defensively, I, 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 he's too easily weak. I, I, uh, you know, he's too weak.
2: I agree with that. Yeah. I think there's this sort of element of he's better going forward than Wamba bissaka
1: that's, I'm not saying that's debat- cross out of him. that's debatable yeah. for starters right let's move on to Wambasaka. so are we are saying dello go then i think so i'm mm. going to i'm going to say yeah as well mm.
3: i think if you could replace him i, I agree but i don't i think wambasaka's more likely to go and get a fee because i think he would go to a lower down club and do all right i just don't think you'll sell dello and i think he'll be the backup for next year i think he'll stay around
1: i think that's a fair point actually so I, i'll take him out of that to go list, I think he will stay, even though I think he, he won't start. Um, Wan bissaka I think, I, I, he, I think I, I he's gonna know. go.
2: I don't know, <coughs> I've I mean, I've not got any information. I just wonder whether Eric Tanaka thinks he can do something with him
1: with Wan mm,
2: i just there, maybe. I, I wonder, it's weird with Wan because he, he was so good defensively when he first came. Those first sort of dozen games, I remember thinking, this is a real foot player here, this is a real you know, a sock drill but. but Going forward, he's just been woeful, and he's so, so nervous. I, I just wonder, right, is that it now? Is is it already over for him? Or because he's only 23, I think. Or does Eric I think you know maybe I could work with him if I get another sort of option as well. And I'm not relying on him. I don't know.
3: I don't think either of them are good enough. I think yeah. that's the that's the thing. They're both not good enough. But we're not again. We've, you've said it. They all got to go. We mm. have to keep one of them. Yeah. There's no yeah. chance. He clears it out and goes with. So like you said, think you I both feel? feel like I think he's Deleuze more likely to
1: keep Dele and get rid of right. him. I think, that's my I think when get can get one, money. That makes yeah. that is a good point. Dele's contract I think runs out at the end of next season, right. and I think has still got two years left. Right. I, just think that's I think the, just that's on that alone, is younger. Yeah, he's more Premier League proven than DeLoe is. I think there are plenty of teams, especially bottom half teams. Let's like as much as we can knock Wambsacca in his in his head of poor season. If the Wambsacca that we saw for Man United last season was playing for palace again or norwich or brentford or you know any of the promoted sides he looks sensational mm. defensively one-on-one is as good as i've seen honestly as a fullback he's lost his way a lot this season i'm almost going to take that away but i don't think he's quite right again for the system we're going to be playing but i think he can offer a lot yep. in the right system i think if you, if you put him in a team where you're sitting back a lot you're doing a lot of one-on-one defending Low blocks and that sort mm. of thing. I think he'd be brilliant for a team like that, and I think therefore we would get money for him. I think you you make a, a fair point to be honest with you, Joe. I mean,
2: we the, 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 the we get more money for him. I can't argue with that. And I, I do. There is an element of well as well when I think of Mbappé of he should have kicked on by now and he hasn't. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I've just said there with first 12 games, I thought he was really good, but you know, it's that's not. It. Meta, that's not. you're not meant to move in that direction. You're meant sort of move, get better as you get older and you get more sort of used to play for Manchester United and I also feel Rambasaka is there a bit of an element of I mean you can suppose you can say this thing about De Lowe, but is he a Manchester United player in a sense does he think I, you know, I'm going to have a success here I'm gonna, I know mm. what I'm doing or is it a bit of like a, almost rabbit in headlights still or what's he going has, on
1: it's almost like physically he's quite rabbit in the headlights isn't yeah. he he seems quite it looks like he's making every decision in real time there seems <laughs> to be no sort of forward <laughs> planning to his game yeah. style yeah. which Again, whether he's like that mentally or not, that's the that's the the look he puts across. With he gets the ball and then I'm taking a step off, oh, mis touched it. Uh, I, I Some come of back his to touches are like, terrible. He, he, he yeah. seems like everything's. Do you know when you, have you ever played? I can't remember what it was called, like Google Play or something, where basically you're playing like a video game, but instead of it being on the console, it's being streamed to you. So every button you press, it takes half a second for well, it to work. There's like an he's input. Like. He's like a player with input lag. Like he sometimes he controls it too early. Or like he passes it too late when the player's right on him. And you think, it's like someone's controlling him, but the controller's got a bit of delay on it. Um, Alex Tellers, I think he can go. Yeah, he's got that. I mean, he did a nice Instagram post, and he's saying,
2: sort of alluding to the fact it's not been a great season, but he always dreamed of playing at this level when he was a boy in Brazil, and he's got to 50 games for United, and he's very proud and all this sort of thing. I'm paraphrasing. But there was a time I thought he might be good enough, because of his dead balls, Mm. and, and the fact that I was falling out of love with Luke Shaw but he's not. He's had enough chances this season. Yeah, I, 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 I completely
3: agree. He's had... People saying, give him a run of games. And he's see, had a run. He's had the entire... This second half of the season, pretty much. Mm. He's not good enough. He's all over the place. I think that... I think one of the... You know, we talk about partnerships and stuff. I think Maguire not having Sean next to him and Sean not having Maguire next to him all the time has been one thing that's made us shaky. I think it's just thrown everybody. Because Tellez, I think... The amount of times maguire has gone over here and tells like, "Why aren't you covering in there?" The amount mm. of times we've had those crosses coming. It seems like there's no connection
2: between. No, them I do one though. thing I will say, mate. again the same of Sellers as well, he's not had cover in front of him either. No, that's, so, that's, 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 that's really true. Do you know what I mean? There was, was it Chelsea when Reese James was just yeah. and, and Ronaldo was saying to Rashford, "Get over there Ronaldo and help him out." Rashford just didn't want to. No, him. and I, I feel <coughs> I feel for him there. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I think But t- that t- doesn't. Do, go, you know, he needs help partly because he's not quite up to it defensively on his own.
1: Yeah. Brandon Williams still a man united player had a decent season with norwich obviously they finished bottom so he's, you can't really say he's had a world class season but he's been a good player for them played regularly has certainly the desire fight energy intensity of you know what that some of the, some united players have liked this season i think he could do a decent job you know get rid of tellers you know let's see, if if dalla wants to go as well that you know that can happen Brandon Williams can play left back or right back. That's a great point. He can. And he's an, and we know Brandon Williams. We've seen him play 30 games for Manchester United. He was better in those 30 than Tellers has been this season. Yeah. yeah. So, if, if, if and he was nine Easily. It, yeah. That was his first season as a yeah. professional
2: footballer. He's, he was almost a victim of his own success because he got brought into the team ahead of schedule. No one has expecting a 19-year-old Brandon Williams to be playing ahead of Luke short. No. Yeah, he was. And then when he, his form sort of left him a little bit, people started saying, "No, oh, he's not good enough. And I think, well, Sometimes, not all the time, sometimes you can be a bit too quick to judge a player. Yeah. I think we've seen it in the past, you know, with with players full back to when the nineteen, twenty, twenty one, or whatever, aren't quite at a certain level mm-hmm. and then they, they they progress. I like Brandon Williams. Um I think you're not gonna get loads of money from him anyway. If you sold him, I would be willing to give him a season back mm-hmm. at United. I I, I, you know, I think he's he's done he's done all right on it. I don't know a lot about it, but I've seen what from what I've seen. I know he got a little bit of stick towards the end from some Norwich fans, but I think he's been one of their better players this Mm -hmm. season.
3: I think, you know, we've mentioned it all the way through and people pick up on it and say, oh, you can't just have passion merchants, but Brandon Williams is going to throw himself into tackles and stuff and I think he's got the quality. I think keep him around for next year. I think we're not... I think he should be strengthening full-backs, but I don't think we're going to get two full-backs this summer. I think there's other positions and I think that you've got to keep Brandon Williams around.
1: Speaking of Luke Shaw, I just think I'll stay. I can't see him leaving.
3: Yep. I think it's it's almost like the De Gea situation. His contract's too high. I yep. just don't see where he goes because he'd need to be on a similar a similar level to United. I don't think someone takes a chance. I think it's worth keeping around to see if you can get a little bit more out of him. Yep. I don't think he's he's th- right, but it's just not a priority
1: at the minute, is it? Again, talking about ceilings, I've seen Luke Shaw have genuinely world class games for Manchester United. I haven't. I don't think I can say that really about any of our other fullbacks. I've seen Luke Shaw have games where I go. Jesus Christ that was unbelievable yeah the, the Etihad a few yeah. years oh, ago was, yeah, yeah so unreal yeah. Like, not just the goal but his driving forward with the ball overlapping getting back putting tackles in he is capable of it we've just got to hope that like you said the combination that his, his contract is too big for him to drop down really and the fact that Ten Hag's coming in hopefully he can get that out of him I think he stays for that reason yeah. his ceiling like you mm-hmm. said is, is much yeah. higher than the rest um, Axel Tuanzebe, I think it's time pains me to, to say go. it but yeah, yeah
2: I, I just feel that you know, we all loved Axel. He's got a great chant. There was a time when he went on loan to Ville and he came back. I thought he was going to make a stab at the first team. Got that injury in. He was ahead of the Liverpool game, I think, uh, in the warm up. Yeah. Yes, he had those nights in the, the night in Paris, but then you look back at the Istanbul game. You look back at other games. You just think, you just it's the wheels have come off. And he went, he was, was it Napoli. has gone to. Where's hardly he hardly played? He's not played, has he? I
3: just I think that that's really? an odd. Is dis- it Napoli? Yeah, yeah, he was Napoli.
2: Yeah, and he's not. He's not really got much of a look in there. Yeah. And I feel like for him as well, as for us, he needs to move on. Yeah. Get some games. Get your career back on track. He's a very talented young lad. And, I, you know, if he goes somewhere and smashes it, I won't have regrets. No. Because I think his
1: chances are there will be few and far between. And I'd, yeah. lo- I'd love to see him do well. Me too. Um, right, let's move into midfield. Paul Pogba. Is there much to be said? He's going. No. do he's, he's going to... Staying, Pogba. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Surely hey, he not. loves Manchester United. i so
2: annoyed you you know, idiot, he, no. he
3: wants to stay. Trust me. Everyone else that's contract has kind of been made to see he's going. You know the Lingard stuff. Matters said he's going. They even posted about Cavani today, saying so he's definitely going. I've not. United haven't said that yet. Know. I'm what
1: st- if Mbappe is the fuck out of it? <sighs> I'm staying. And he's and he's sacking Ten Hag in two weeks. Think there's a chance he still stays? I don't. I even even with all that, I agree. Like we know Matt is going, we know Matter's going, we know Lingard's going. All these people whose contracts have run out. I just think I he's, playing, think he's still anyway. playing
2: footsie with whoever's coming in for him. Me too. He's still yeah. leaving that 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 question mark there for
1: PSG or for Juve. Just get an extra twenty grand a
2: week, mm. fifty grand. Yeah. a week. Yeah. I mean, there was there was this thing, the, the story that made no sense to me whatsoever. He agreed terms with City, but decided not to go because it upset United fans. Mm. If you agree terms with someone, you've obviously had in depth conversations. And then you've decided not to go. Now I don't know how true this is. I, you know, it might not be completely true. But yeah. the, the whole Paul pa- Pogba saga has, has just L- done my head in since 2011. Yeah, years.
1: agreeing terms but they're not going is like, imagine your girlfriend came home and was like, just said, I bought flights. I was going to leave you for this guy. We, we got to the airport. We sat in our seats. and went, You know what? I can't do this. And yeah. you're going, fucking great. You love me loads. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you were, you were no, there. You, you bought the ticket. You're on the plane. Yeah. Like, you agreed terms. That doesn't save your reputation from United fans. Yep. Don't agree terms with them. No. Um I think he's going, and even if he even if he isn't, I think he should.
3: Yeah. Uh, I think it frees up wages. I think it's a big one. I think that in, I in midfield, I think Van der Beek and Bruno and even Hannibal as you're attacking midfielders for next season. I kind of think Move on, Paul Pogba, and you can get in two defensive-minded midf- midfielders. I and think. I also think he Better will balance. go. As yeah, well. so do I. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Uh, Lingard
1: again don't, it, later, yeah. um, up, uh, again. don't need to discuss it. He's gone. See you oh. Next up, one Matter again. Don't need to discuss it. He's gone. Andreas Pereira, surely gone.
2: Preseason Perlo. You, will, you in, see in, them games pre-team. against Perth and Melbourne, or whatever. Not, not against them. Sorry, in Perth and Melbourne, and see him drop a few nine out of tens. I reckon he plays. Right. Eric Tenag watches him and goes. Never, you never told
1: me about him. He's, not he's amazing. I like you he know what Acevin Chubb and he's like, who the hell's this? Yeah. That's Ray Finkel. Yeah, Ray <laughs> Finkel, That's kicker <laughs> Ray Finkel. You know who that is? I was saying Pro Pereira's like, why is he not on my list? He's like, yeah. no, you've got the season list. This yeah. is the pre-season list. Like, do you remember when the... Finkel is Einhorn? That... Pereira is Pierlo. That you know, is it? Yeah. Him. That's such a good analogy, because
2: he's like, you when Van Gaal played him in pre-season? Yeah. And was like, whoa. And then it, Jose. Jose played him, didn't he? And it was like against the... Sorry, it's a DM against the Scousers. Yeah. And he was mint. He's going to do it. And he was like... He's going he to trick into
1: playing him yeah, next season. He
2: started a few games in that season. He was terrible. And then it was like, right, yeah, that's, that's the end of that experiment. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just... I, you talk about ceilings, and he isn't high enough. I I think he's been
3: playing he's in go. Brazil, has he? I think he's me, nah, games, nah, hey.
2: he, he did play for Flamenco. I think the issue with them was they ran out of money. I, right. I think they would have had him because there was talk of a fifteen million transfer fee. They were up for it. They didn't have the money, and United weren't
1: going to give him away. Um, so, go. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Um, Amad Diallo. Stay. Got to stay. Yeah. I don't know. What okay. really? No, already. I just, no,
3: the thing is, I'm like forty million quid, and you've been just about played all for Rangers. Still ranges. a kid, though, isn't he? He is a kid, he but is. I don't. I just don't know where he, whether he fits in. Whether he's I wouldn't North sell Ford, him though. I, I always wouldn't think, sell him. I
2: always think with these players as well there's a sort of thing that we just ignore and that is the human element yeah yeah, yeah. he's Absolutely. a child right who's gone from one country to another
1: in in it, to italy and the and, the and the, the terms that he ended up going to italy basically and i you know hate to say this, almost trafficked yeah, right? yeah. it's a yeah, yeah, yeah. child Plus, yeah. basically using his brother acting as though he was some sort of had agency over him even though he was also a child yeah. the, the way he got to italy was Dodgy at best and disgusting and, and, at worst. And not his fault. No, by no, the way. No, 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 no one's pointing finger. And I know you're not. Yeah. But like he goes through that as a
2: kid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, that, that the thought that happened to one of my kids at the age of 15 not to yeah. be sick. Right. Then he he's barely at Atalanta. <clears throat> he plays an hour of professional football. Mm-hmm. Gets a 30-odd million pound move to Manchester United. So he's going from Italy then to obviously to Manchester. Yeah. Does well for you know his Europa debut, and then people go, oh, he's a good player, him mean, he's actually meant. Then he's going to Rangers, which isn't the easiest place to go to. No, Do you know what I mean? Scores after two minutes of his debut, which then everyone goes, oh, he's the best thing we've ever had here. And then it's like, he's still learning professional football. He's still only played about eight professional football matches. So he's learning that. He's in his third country, in or fourth country in five years, whatever it is. And he's still a kid. So I just feel like... I think he stays. We have to, you know, consider the human elements of this lad a little bit. And Do you know what? I know we bought him, but... Let's do what we're meant to do with Manchester United. Look after somebody. Yeah, yeah I think so. Do you I know think, what I mean? I think,
3: might, I think you might get another loan. Yeah, so I, I don't f- mind I feel, that. I think that yeah. you might get another loan. Like, But I don't know. It's it's one of them. This was mentioned in the article as well, where Ragnick went, I didn't get that transfer window from United, you no. know, with Matic aging. Spent nearly 90 million quid 90 million. On Ahmad. Um, Donny, Cavani. Me and you, and you said that. Didn't on it, the, the, the when we didn't thing, get a CDM.
2: Because that was silly. Yeah. Like buying Palestrian Diallo and Donny van der Beek. And all those players without getting a CDM was stupid. But that doesn't mean that I think the Aloe. Now we've got him no. should just be shipped out. No, or sold. I, like I agree so. with no. you. A lone move. I'm alright with.
1: Um Let's go some of the, through some of these a little bit rapid fire. Yeah, um, I don't um, mind so if we can get go through this whole bit. squad. Um, I'm going to put people to you who I think are relatively safe. One or the other. Fred stays. 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 got not a, a debate. Day. Bruno Fernandez. No yeah, debate let's not for be me. Silly. Yeah. Um, James Garner stays for me. You know my yeah. thoughts on the kid. Yep.
3: What he's I see, him say, the only him thing chance. I see him banded around is if Forrest get up, get him, give him a season in
2: the Premier League. If don't, he's not going to play, don't mind that one. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd not mind it was that. If it's up to me, I'd rather he came into the squad. Sell. But I won't kick off if it. It all happens. depends on who we get. I'll in. If
3: we yeah. get nobody in again, which I'm hoping is this is a different summer. But look, he's got to come in. He's got to play games mm. wherever he goes. But yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him stay. All oh, like I said, loaned back to Forest in the Premier League if they get up. Scott McTominay.
1: He's gonna stay in it. Yeah. I don't I don't think he should start He really needs a
2: better it. season next stay. season though. Yeah.
1: These interviews aren't enough for me. No. He needs to start doing more on a football no. pitch. Me too. Um Nemanja Matic. Gone. Go we know that. That's confirmed. Um Donny van der Beek. I think because of the Eric connection, discussion.
2: I think he'll probably stay. Yeah. You know, I think that he, you know he's done okay-ish at Everton. We had Matt Jones on from the Blue Room who who was waxing lyrical about him a few months ago, but since then he more or less got injured and didn't play until the recent game where they got battered. in they off Arsenal, but mm-hmm. he scored. So I think because, like I say, Hag knows him. He's he's probably you know got enough to point out his time at Goodison and go, listen, I went there, I proved myself to a certain degree in the Premier League. I deserve some minutes, and yep. I think he, you know, if Everton,
3: yeah,
1: so. and in a system that suits him, him, he, he him can certainly. I think he can certainly be effective enough to be a squad player if yeah. nothing else. Um, Facundo Palistri who I, I wouldn't again I'm a
2: bit slight sort of touch of diallos about him done well for uruguay i think can he mm. um I, I, he's had a few games to them i remember I'm, i mean i'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination i remember doing a few paper talks about six months ago where he played a couple of times and they were raving about him in uruguay yeah so you know that's anything to go off he's still a young lad maybe there's a future there I'm, i'll be honest with you Shouldn't say this, but I'm not that full, Steve. Away at the minute. No, and, I'm the know, same. I, I, I agree. I, 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 if he doesn't, left, doesn't I'm not going to be crying about it, but I might be wrong about
1: that. But I'm yeah, just. is it two seasons he's been here? He hasn't seemed. He's 20 years old, which is young, but not so young you can't play football. And he hasn't even seemed close to a first team. You know, did all play. right then
2: in pre-seasons against yeah. QPR, where you thought yeah, yeah and he's a player. But again, you know, there's nothing in an there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anthony Martial. I think he's got to go on he? He's yeah. one of the few saleable assets we've got. And the only trouble is, is his value's decreased after that pretty disastrous spell at Sevilla. Yeah. I
3: think he gets a run at pre season to see what he's about. I think Ten Hag looks at him and
2: says, Let's see
3: what you've got. But with the lie of if someone puts a good bid in, you go in. And again, it all depends on the ins. I think this all depends on if you get other centre forward, if you get someone else that can rotate in for Ronaldo at, at times or even start ahead. I just don't I see how he works gone. under
1: Ten Hag either way. Even, if, even him at his best. Isn't a highly motivated. Well, I don't know about about his motivation. Isn't a high energy, pressing, in- high intensity player. He just isn't. That's he's, not he's, what he's it like. It just
2: seems to me, Martial is like he has these sort of fits and starts. When he's you know he show you sort of seven or eight games where you yeah. know he's really on it, and then he has that little lull. And I think the lulls have just been getting longer and longer. Yeah. And that's the issue. I don't think he's a bad player. We talk about ceilings, and again, he's another one with a high one. Mm. I just feel, you know, he's 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 sort of gone from a. Sort of give you a good performance three out of four games to give you a good performance one out
1: of seven. Yeah, that's my issue. Um, I agree, and I think he will go. I think the severe yeah. loan is evident, excuse me, evidence that the club aren't happy to see him leave. Cavani, he's going, I'm, no question about that. Did you see that from the club as well? That annoyed me. What? Can we sure your experience?
2: Driveled. Yeah, your experience in like mentoring young players. Oh, yeah, he's a great example to you bottling the Manchester derby and going on Oli for a year. What are you on about? because um, we, we,
3: I hate doing that or whether he's injured or not but he's played more time for Uruguay I think this year than he has to like, like there's, he, there's you something know, on there like
2: like he trained all week for the derby I know not keep going on about it but it matters to me mm-hmm. he trained all week and then the day of the game he's not fit and then a week later, he's at Old Trafford well, on the bench raw, warming up with everyone chanting his name. On like,
1: that. Off. No. Oh, just back to the article quickly before we move on. Um, Laurie Whitwell said Cavani was also absent from the 4 1 derby defeat, despite putting in one of the best training sessions teammates could remember once Ronaldo had raised his injury. Woe. So basically, Ronaldo went, I, Oh, I'm not starting. I'm injured. And Cavani went, Yeah, so am I. I'm not. And, yeah, you know, and and you know,
2: know that. If we had any self respect, so we'd just say, Right, see you later. But we don't. So we're going, You were amazing. Thanks for mentoring our young players. Yeah. You know.
1: Let's have a round of applause next time. Robin Van Persie him. left the club with less fanfare than Cavani is. Rude Van Nistelrooy, bro. Title. Rude Van Nistelrooy as well. Two of the best strikers I've yeah. ever seen well, in the like, Three shirt. months later, yeah. they got, oh, just so you know, uh, Van Persie's playing in Turkey now. That was basically no, it. I agree. no yeah. thank you for number 20, no fucking whatever. Van, like you said, Van Nistelrooy is still the best striker I've ever seen at Manchester Agreed. United. And it was like, oh, just good, you know. Didn't even
2: get a run out in the League Cup final when we were 4 0 up against Wigan. Going to Madrid. Go.
1: Right. Done. Um, Mason Greenwood is one that well, we obviously don't need to cover because it's a separate issue to yeah. anything yeah, that's here. Not, that's, that's we're, not, we're not there and the no. keep or sell yet. That's is a separate argument yeah. and, and uh, situation entirely. Jane Sancho, keep, obviously. Let's not be ludicrous. No. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Lange, again, keep, yeah. obviously. I don't know. Do you know what? Loan for me. Loan.
2: I think he needs to get... I know. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm bashing the kid because... I. I sort of quite critical lately. Not of him, the fact he's playing so many games, I don't think he should be. And I think he's been forced into it because some of his teammates either don't want to know have got things going on or haven't been good enough. But I think he needs to go away, have some games, get back into goal scoring sort of mode and then come back. Or even
3: just be on the bench. Even if he's on the bench, United rotated in, I think that's the position he needs to be in next year. Again, a lot of this is down to who we bring in. We can't be in the position where we're playing Medbury, Cavani, well, we played Medbury Cavani front three. That yes. yeah. shouldn't, let's be honest. What's that, like, one's I, going and the other two I, shouldn't I, be starting. I, I, like
2: I, I love Hannibal. And this is the whole thing about, you've got to manage these players properly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Dave Pritt made a good point about Ganacho getting his debut for like 12 seconds. He said that annoyed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he literally came on and then the game ended. That's yeah. not a debut, that. that's not a debut anyone wants. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's little things like, that, like you've got to manage them properly. And I just don't think we are doing it at the minute. And I hope Eric Tanag sorts out because he's got a very good reputation with
1: youngs-, so youngsters. Um, I know he's obviously, well, he's he's a youngster, but he's, he's been in the first team squad. So we'll we'll go through him. Tahith Chong, presumably he can go.
2: How many times going to say loan him? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he's, what just, is he down yeah, twenty one? We can do. I think it's. I think it might be time to. He's, he's not yeah. had a good time of it with injuries. He did well at Birmingham, then he got injured 22. again. Twenty two. Twenty two. You know I mean. I, that's um, older than Jaden Sancho. Yeah, um, or I'd, same I'd, age as Sancho. I'd, I'd say if we can get say ten million for him, maybe yeah. that's
1: ambitious because he's not played that much football. And finally, then Cristiano Ronaldo. It's Let, a big let's, talking let's point. Not be silly. Actually, no, we got one more after this. So Cristiano Ronaldo.
2: I'm not taking a 24 goal striker out of this team. No, that that's would the be, last thing. That we need. would be insane.
1: Even if he isn't perfect for Ten Hag's system, which you know there was the were again in the article I keep referencing it because mm. it's such a perfect sort of compendium of of, of the last six months, but. It talks about how Rangnick admitted eventually publicly that Ronaldo isn't a pressing monster. That's not what he ever has been. He's still got more goals than anyone else. We still can't risk whoa, whoa, losing whoa. that. Even if we bring someone in that eventually sort of takes over from Ronaldo under Ten Hag, you can't say that now. You can't start next season with him out and Nunes there hoping that he's going to get more goals than him. You just can't do that.
2: Is the fact you've got is it like Mason Greenman, our third top scorer or something, and he's not played since January? Yeah. What's that tell you? I think that. Can't rely on any of these players for goals.
1: No, you need Ronaldo
2: because the thing is
3: next year, there's the expectation is a long way down. But if you need someone, if we do manage to get through to finals of something or we can get into into some big games, you need players like Ronaldo around there. You mm. need even if he isn't starting every game next season, which I kind of think he'll play, still play a lot of games. You need players like him because if we do get to something, you know, you've seen it with how kind of. When Liverpool were blooding that team together, they didn't have those match winners or someone there to do it. Arsenal, at the minute, who have done this revamp and started again, haven't got them kind of players. You need someone like Ronaldo who can push this squad. If you get some younger players in, mm. over the line, if he's managed correctly, you just can't ha- can't be relying can... on him for fifty games a season. No,
2: and I, you know if money's willing to stay, I respect that. Yeah, and you know I'm glad about that. And I think that with the right person alongside him, we can get a good tune out
1: of him. Just as a little. Um... Joe's prediction, which mm-hmm. isn't a feature. I'm just Go bringing on. it make Go on. Joe's can prediction make it a, a, a is that we're about to see, with Haaland going to City, with Mbappe going, staying at PSG, we are about to see a hell of a lot of Ronaldo back to Real Madrid rumours. Yep. I, that's my little, I just, mm. they They could do with a the striker. They've got people leaving. They know he works. They know he'd still work in the league, let's be honest, for another does, couple does of he, years. I does, think there's going to be loads of rumors he, it happens or not. Does
2: he do that again, though? Go back to another club again?
1: Maybe. It's, a lot of,
3: it's still a lot of I don't money.
1: think he will, mm. but I think those rumors will be circulating like mad in, over be the fine. next few I'll weeks. They'll sign Salah, it'll be fine. Um, and then lastly in the squad then, Marcus Rashford. Nah, he's, he does need a better season. But I
2: still, you know, I still think there's a player there. And I'm hoping that someone like Tanagi can get the best out of Marcus because yeah. it's been an awful season for him. Yeah. He's, he's been as bad as I've ever
1: seen him. He's, though, he's he? got to stay, he has he? He's you know, got a know.
3: lot in the bank for you. Yeah. How people he played when he was that, injured, he, like, how he played when he was injured, how good he was. I think people overlook how good he was and people saying he's not good enough. Look, technically, they're all... Same thing with Bruno at the minute. Oh, he can't do that. He gives the... Okay, he does. But someone coaching him, he... Hmm. They can get
2: to that level. I, I'm, I'll am i be honest with you, you know, I'm baffled at the level of hatred Marcus Rashford gets yeah, by, uh, by some players, by some fans sorry. I understand he's not had a good season and he's not been good enough, I've said that myself on this channel a hundred times, but there's people out there that absolutely
0: like United fans that seem to despise it. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com.
2: Yeah. And I just don't understand that because he's a kid who's, you know, like you say, he's played for injury. He scored a lot of goals. He scored important goals. Mm. He's given us something to be proud of. He scored in big games against the likes of City and, and the Scousers and Chelsea and Arsenal. He's done all that, and yet yeah, he cost us nothing. Yeah. And when it has gone wrong for him, everyone's gone right. Sit, we're done with it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not there yet. No. That free kick against
3: Celta Vigo, in the first, you know, when he first mm. broke through, we won No, we won the Europa League on the Jose. Like, yeah. what, like, just, what a goal that was! It's like.
2: just, it's, it's sad to see the, the yeah. sort of treatment he's getting. And listen, I, you know, I'll criticize his performances. But I just don't buy into this. He's awful, and
1: he's a—he's he's not interested. Get rid of all that. No, he's got to stay. Um, right. So that's the squad done. We have been relatively conservative, I think, there because you know a lot of people in the comments saying, "Can't believe you're not getting this. Get rid of this guy. Can't believe you're not getting rid of that guy." Um, we've still said that there are 13 players that could either should or could leave Manchester United this summer. That is insane isn't it I imagine think, if I, I, 13 I, players that's literally half of the squad and we haven't been particularly cutthroat here we've given a lot of people a bit more time than others would hmm. and we've still come up with 13 who but we know much argument we should know, all we, be going we know that at least
2: six of them i think are guaranteed to
1: go yeah like yeah. end of contract yeah. guaranteed and then there's a handful more there that you know we've kept one of th- two players in a position and to also, cover covering stuff and there's still thirty. Like,
2: chong and players like yeah. yeah. You know, it's neither of that. I don't think that's
3: true. We're going to have five or six come back off loan that you're going to keep. Like James Garner, you've got to, unless you spend on them, he's coming back in. Donny van der Beek hasn't been involved, he's coming back. I still think Ethan Laird will get a shot next season, depending on if we don't spend it right back. Um, Martial, or you'll get a replacement. There's four or five there that will come back into the squad. Mm. So you won't. This thing of we need to, we're not going to sign 13 players. We get five players over the line, yeah. Summer, you bring five players back in from loan. You've added 10 back, yeah. After you've, you've, you've lost you've streamlined
1: 13. a bit of the squad, taking yeah. it from 26 man squad to a 23, 22 man squad, and you've improved the, the dynamic and the, and the mentality of the dressing hopefully. room. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, um, Jay, who's your Wally of the Week? Oh, right. For anyone who doesn't know what Wally of the Week is, Wally of the Week is where we basically call someone a Wally and think they've yep. been a bit of an idiot this week, and Jay. You know, sometimes it's meant to be a sort of lighthearted and poke, poke fun at people. And Jay often g- calls phrase. out people for, you know, sort of social injustice. Go on, Jay. Who's your the week? I don't want to make it political. Uh, hey, of course you don't. And, then, and yet you do every you week. You do it every Jay. week. And yet here we are, sat here making, watching you <coughs> make it political once again.
2: I just feel like, I don't know if you saw the, you know, you always have a Tory put up for interviews, and it was Nadim Zahawi, the uh, education minister yesterday who was, like, literally gaslighting himself during an interview. It was just ridiculous about this whole Boris gate and then other things like his kids go to private school, but, you know, we are levelling up and all that. Just a car crash interview by someone who obviously doesn't give a toss, Yeah, like, just doesn't care. And, yeah, it just infuriates me because, you know, we're in a situation there where so many people are struggling. We've got all these things going on, and you just get these numpsies coming on the telly and just trying to tell you that everything's okay and you need to stop worrying about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's easier said than done, isn't it?
3: Completely
1: agree with you. Alex, who's yours?
3: I've gone for a bit of a collection of people. People going on football pitches and attacking people and thinking <laughs> yeah, that's that and, is weird. And also thinking that someone's not just gonna hit them back, like Vieira. Like what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I understand the pitch invasion. I kind of understand it, you know, the, the elation of it all, especially the Everton game, everything uh, that's yeah. gone on, I get it. Yeah.
1: But what are you doing? On, Jay, I was just going to say say, th- say the words that your face are suggesting
2: <laughs> saying you're going to do a pitch invasion just do it ahead of a Liverpool game when no one's there <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah why wait till a game's yeah. been played Why would do, it do it before it? a game gets played and, properly. Uh, you know, then you can score goals and change, all that actually, yeah, you know yeah, I mean yeah. You yeah. go over with the corner flag oh, <laughs> <overhead> <laughs> yeah exactly get three corner flags in that um, I'm going to go with Steven Gerrard and despite the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah. what he did That's made me you know made me less upset than if he hadn't have done it Bottling a tuna lead to win, you know, your team, the title, is fantastic. And he's done it again. Can he's we, bottled it for Liverpool again. Can we do like, I know we don't use it as the opposite of Wally of the Week, like Hero of the Week, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. was the guy that spread the rumour at, <laughs> at Anfield <laughs> oh. that City and, and uh, the Villa had equalised, and it was 3 all at, at the Etihad, magic. And they all started cheering and letting off flares until it dawned on them that that wasn't the case. That wasn't and true. you can That's see someone telling Salah, like, no, it's still 3-2, mate. And he goes... Really? Because I've yeah. just thought it was, bad. Yeah. That was amazing. That's genius. Fantastic. Whoever
1: whoever did that is a hero. Yeah, definitely. Um, right, that's going to be all from us. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. Who will Ten Hag keep? Who will be sold? Let us know your thoughts again. Uh, thank Can you. Can I very do much a plug watching. as well? Actually, and before I mean, we go, Scotty Jay's and got got are
2: doing uh with back on it tonight. Me and Scotty at seven o'clock. Um, so make sure you check out doing a live. Yeah. back. We've not been on for a while. You've been on it. Haven't you? yeah. You've been on it. I think. Have you been on it? Get oh. you back on it anyway yeah. uh, soon. But yeah, me and David Scott, Scott, and Marty podcast at
1: seven o'clock live. So I'll tweet it out, check it out. Make sure you yep. check that out yep. uh, over on Jay's Twitter at Jay Marty. Check out Alex Bagley, Alex underscore Baggers. All the way around, Baggers underscore Alex there on Twitter. And check me out at Joe Smith 93 and the Sloppy Joe's podcast as well. Thank you for joining. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. The Ten Hog era is here. Exciting, isn't it? Isn't it? Yes. It's coming.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.